0: Light of Infinite. The sign of circumcision is, as I think, so important that I could persuade myself that it alone would preserve the Jewish nation forever. Spinoza In this week's Parsha, Tazria, we are entering a new section of Vayikra, Leviticus, dealing with the laws of man. The previous parshiot dealt with the laws pertaining to animals. This follows the order of creation, man, Ish, was created last. Rav Samle, explains that the order is such not because man was created last, but for the reason that man was created last. It's simpler to understand the sanctification of the animal world. It's natural for us to make important distinctions between the clean and unclean, tahara purity and tuma impurity in the animal world. Man's struggle with himself, however, and the work that we have to do to sanctify ourselves is far more complex. The Zohar compares man to animals in regards to the korban, the sacrifice from the verse, and the eighth day the skin of the Orla should be circumcised, being amidst the verses that deal with Tarah and Tumah of the woman giving birth. What we see in these readings, in their proximity and importance, is the sanctification of time, Shabbat, of man, Brit Milah, and of place, the Korban. Hashem is Kadosh, holy, as it says, for I am Kadosh. We on the other hand, have the constant struggle to attain kedusha. All of this comes to teach us how to free ourselves from our slavery to that which is not holy and to take actions towards holiness, freedom, spirituality, and oneness. If we are all in the image of God, but have no actual image of God, then how do we become a semblance of the light of infinite, that is Hashem, in this finite that surrounds us? The answer is found in the Alter Rebbe's teaching of the basis and root purpose of the entire Torah, to elevate and exalt the soul high above the body to Hashem, the source and root of all worlds, and to draw down the Ein Sof, the infinite light, This is done through using the body below to elevate the soul on high. As we know, Hashem created the world through words, speaking it into existence. Each letter composes the building blocks of our reality. That result teaches that within the four letters of Hashem's name, the Havaya, the Tetragrammaton, written as Yud, He, Vav, He. The Yud and Vav represent aspects of masculinity, Ish, and the two He's represent aspects of femininity, Isha. Kabbalah teaches that the world is created through the letters and energies that compose the four letters of this divine name. This clearly demonstrates that the male-female dynamic is the spiritual structure that our physical universe depends upon. And since the world and everything in it was composed and is sustained through the name, this dynamic permeates our entire reality. The ten sphero, the divine channels in which the world was created and are manifested in all aspects of creation, are associated with the four letters of the Tetragrammaton. The first sphere that relates to our conscious self, Chokhmah, Wisdom, is associated with the first Yud, the masculine, of the Havaya. While the second sphere of Bina, Understanding, is associated with the first He, the upper He, the feminine. The next six spheres of the Emotions are associated with the third letter, the Vav, the masculine. It also sits between the upper and lower Yud in the letter Aleph. While the tenth sphere of Malchut, Kingdom, is associated with the second or lower He, the feminine. We find the etymological source for the term isha, woman, wife, in the verse, this one shall be called isha, because this one was taken out of ish. Each person, and the sfirot have masculine and feminine aspects and qualities. The Lubavitch explains that on the level of isha, one must occupy oneself with the aspect of tazriya, sowing. Sowing is specifically done here on earth. If one were to sow even three spans above the earth, nothing will sprout. It's the same with mitzvot. It must be done here on earth, as it's written, and I will sow her for me in the earth, and for you shall be a land of delay. This is all intended below, not simply in the intellect or emotions, but in the actual practice and in actual deed. As we have covered previously, Hashem desires the heart, but it is the heart that we must put into action for elevation to take place. The mitzvah of tzedakah is the comprehensive principle of all the mitzvot and it is not one that can be limited to the heart. The poor cannot be sustained with love only, but by action in concrete ways. Shedding tears for the poor while not acting and keeping all resources to oneself won't save a life. It's only through action that we can complete the purpose of creation and our purpose of being created. The rabbi teaches that this is the meaning of the verse, a woman that will conceive. Because with Isha, there needs to be Tezriah, sowing on earth below. Reaching exalted levels of the soul is not enough when we are tasked to use the body here on earth to elevate it. This is how we bring about the future redemption. One of my favorite lessons from Rab Simcha Bunim is, everyone must have two pockets and a note in each pocket so that he or she will reach into one or the other depending on the need. When we feel lowly and depressed, one should reach into the right pocket and there find the words, Bishvili nivra haolam, the world was created for me. But when feeling high and mighty, one should reach into the left pocket and find the words, Va'anokhi Afar ve'efer, I am but dust and ashes. Kabbalah teaches that the world is created as a broken vessel. Hashem constricted himself and his good in the brokenness of the world. Rab'naton of Breslov says that our highest task is to choose to see his light, to choose to let in and partner with Hashem even when he is hidden. Our laws and customs, in ways so mysterious and in ways very obvious, literally turning our physical bodies into spiritual objects are the most powerful reminders we have to keep making that choice to strive for something higher. To not let ourselves believe that we are only creatures, that we are only animals driven only by physical instincts. The Torah teaches us how to free ourselves from our self-imposed slavery, to take action towards holiness, freedom, and ultimate oneness. Man is but dust of the earth, Adamah. But through the struggle and fight to spiritualize reality, we become le Elion. A semblance of God. In deeper